Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hello, and welcome to episode 153, Bookish Gifts. This is our Bookish Gifts 2020 episode, and you know, I am always thrilled with this episode. Sometimes I don't know how much my <laughs> my co-hosts are thrilled with it, but I love this episode. Before we get started, we wanted to just again ask that you, if you want to support the podcast, a free, easy way to support us is to go to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. We wanted to read a review that we have that just made us happy. And this review, the title is Great Bookish Podcast. And it says, I love this podcast. The hosts have great chemistry and I love the book talk. One of my favorites. So we love getting those those reviews. We always share them and we it makes us so happy. So if you want to support us, we would love for you to write a review and again, rate and subscribe. Before we get started with the bookish fun or the bookish gifts fun, (laughs) we are going to start the way we start every podcast. We are going to do our bookish check-in. Ashley, what are you reading right now? So I am still pretty early on in this one, but I started Alyssa Cole's When No One Is Watching. I'm listening to that thanks to Libro FM on audio, and I am loving it so far. I actually have never read any of her books and have been really wanting to try hers, and this one is a deviation from a lot of her normal genre. It's a thriller, and she's well-known for romance, but I was just excited to try it. I've heard such great things about her writing, and and I did want to get in a spooky read. We're recording right at the end of October, and so I was hoping to sneak one in in the fall here, and so this is the story of Sydney, who is living in a Brooklyn brownstone house and loves the community, and she is experiencing all of the changes that are taking place in the neighborhood. There's There are these somewhat vulture-like realtors who are around all the time trying to convince her to sell her mom's house so that they can turn it over and make a profit. And there is, she's very aware of how there's for sale signs going up everywhere. All this gentrification is happening and it's changing the neighborhood. It's changing the dynamics and the community that she has always loved. And so she's experiencing that change. And then it's also the story of Theo, who is a new neighbor. And seemingly from Sydney's side, it seems like he and his girlfriend or wife have who are white have moved into the neighborhood and but you start to see I didn't expect this when the story first started but you do get his perspective as well and things are not exactly what they seem and he's not his the relationship is really on the rocks but they're in that situation where they've paid for the house and so he's basically living this miserable existence up in the attic space of that property. And he's always watching what's happening in the neighborhood. And so it is 
really fascinating. I love the way that Cole is exploring the way that race relations and socioeconomic situations change neighborhoods and how that can be really negatively impactful to the people who have been in the community and who have always lived there. And I also just love Sydney as a character. So it is really interesting. I just now have gotten to the part where Theo kind of enters the story as a narrator as well. But there's this interesting, there are a lot of interesting things happening. I'm curious to see how the thriller part evolves. There is somebody who does the neighborhood tours and Sydney kind of drops in on one of those early on and is really bothered by the presentation of the neighborhood versus what she knows to be the history of the neighborhood. And so that part was really interesting at the beginning and I believe it's going to be important. I think that it seems like she is going to be telling her own stories through tours. And then I'm thinking that that might connect some to Mm -hmm. the thriller parts as she discovers more about the community. But anyway, I am loving it. Alyssa Cole is a brilliant writer and I love Sydney's character. And like I said, I was surprised about seeing Theo's side as well, but he had a very different voice from her, but is also really interesting to see. So I am loving it so far. And again, that's when no one is watching. That sounds really good. I've seen a lot of really uh, good reviews on that on Instagram. So that's on my list too. I'm doing that as a buddy read in November. And y'all know I love Alyssa Cole. She is so good. And yeah, she just has this ability to primarily before she's written romances, but they're romances in all of these different genres. So she's written sci-fi romance and alternate history romance. And yeah, they're She's amazing. That's what I loved how she crafted the characters. Like I said, I love Sydney, but then also seeing Theo's voice. I just think that's really hard for for a narr- yeah. for authors to do to show two very different characters with very different voices and present them in interesting ways. So, Jen, mm-hmm. what are you reading? So I am reading Toni Morrison's A Mercy and. My story as to why has to do with the tournament of books, as so many things in my bookish life do. So they are in the midst of, well, by the time this episode releases, they will be done with the super rooster, which is the bracket of the past 16 years of rooster winners. But Toni Morrison's A Mercy won its year. And that was one of, I think, three of the 16 books that I had not read. And it is in the finals. So I will find out tomorrow which book wins. So it's up against Sally Rooney's normal people. Those are the two that are in the finals, which my bracket was busted early because I picked the road and it didn't make it past the first round. And I picked it to win the whole thing. So I have all of these horrible red X's on my back. (laughs) But anyway, so A Mercy is really short. It's not even 200 pages. It is, as many Toni Morrison books are, a bit of a puzzle to put together. It's a weird experience because I've been reading all of the judgments without having finished the book. So I know some things that are going to happen that haven't happened yet. But at its heart, it is looking at the role of women and it focuses on this man, Jacob Varks, the women in his life. So he is an Anglo-Dutch trader and he has a wife and he has a slave who he did not want, but who he basically accepted. He saw it as an act of mercy to take her away from her owner. He has another servant, not a slave, but a servant actually two other servants. And so he's surrounded by these women who are 
there to serve him. But even though their roles are quite different from each other, because they are women, they all have that in common. So it's very much looking at the role of slavery, but also at the implications of gender in the lives of these women and the way they relate to each other because of their position to Jacob Bark. I mean, it's Toni Morrison. So, you know, it's brilliantly written. It is on the sentence level. I'm (laughs) marking things just because they're written so beautifully. And as Toni Morrison always is, it's thought provoking. I did just want to read one quote. I shared this with Ashley and Sarah the other day. This is from the judgment, a judgment about a mercy. And it said, so it's this was when it was up against David Mitchell's cloud atlas. Apocalypses can take a long time, generations in fact, and often their origins are hard to pinpoint, especially when one lives among people whose patriotism hinges on forgetting. When false propaganda colonizes history books, fiction can return some scraps of truth to us. In fictional worlds, we are able to dispense with the social fictions and scripts. Our social order coerces us into believing and following. I praise a mercy so highly for the complexity it achieves through brevity and because it so deftly communicates that the United States of America was a haunted house before it was ever born. Both novels render one of art's great services. They remind us to laugh whenever anyone suggests that history is a linear march of progress. And so there's a lot there that is dark, but I think there's a lot there that is just really honest in confronting where we are. And I think that's one thing that Morrison always does is looks at the root of where we are so clearly that you have to think about it in a different way and consider, yeah, where, where we've progressed and where maybe we haven't. So anyway, that was a long explanation, but that is Toni Morrison's A Mercy. That's that one they talked about in the Toni Morrison book club. And that, that was the one I had read. Too. That was the one of the four <laughs> that I had not read. And it just was so intriguing from all of their insights about it. So I've been wanting to read that one too. Yeah. So I'll have to join you soon. So, yeah, I got it from the library as an ebook. And like I said, it's so nothing of hers is a fast read, but because it's so short, I felt like I could try to read it before the end of the competition. So, <laughs> so Sarah, what are you reading? So I am reading a book that just came out at the beginning of November that Random House sent me. So thanks to them for this. But it is called Miss Benson's Beetle. And it is by Rachel Joyce. Oh, I love her. Yes. And so this is a story of... So this book starts out when the main character is very young in like 1914. And her name is Marjorie Benson. And so there's this little brief snippet in the beginning of her childhood where her dad is showing her this book filled with like all these outrageous creatures. And he, it's like with the Loch Ness monster and all of these different creatures. And she wants to know if, if the creatures are real. And he said, well, some people have seen them, but they, we don't know. There's no proof. So she's just fascinated by that. And then some things happen. And then we kind of flash forward to 1950. She's a school teacher and kind of a spinster. And she decides that she is going to go on an expedition to look for this golden beetle that she had seen in this book. And she she needs an assistant. So she gets this assistant who is totally not like her. She like dresses in this like pink suit. And it's just, it's just a story of friendship. And I mean, I'm not too far in it yet, but it's a story of friendship. And then like this like epic expedition adventure of these ladies in the 1950s. And I just like, it got me 
at the beginning. Like I read it and I mean, I was hooked, which I needed. (laughs) I'm just so grateful to have it because I was like, you have to read a book that is not a holiday book, Sarah. So (laughs) because I've, I've read like four or five in a row. And so this book came along. I love books about female friendship and things that center around females, not like looking for love or like in a relate. I, I like the, I like the female bonding and all of that. So I think this book is going to give me that and I I'm just really enjoying it. So I'm, and it's very, it's reading really fast. So all those things are pluses in my book. So that is. That sounds great. Long to you all. Cause I Yay. think that you both will like it. That's awesome. Okay, so now we are going to get to the part. We have done some research and we have um, we are going to be talking about some bookish gift ideas for the book lovers in your life for the holidays, all the different holidays that are coming up. And so we'll talk about them. We're going to talk about some shops in general and then some specific products. And then when we release the episode, we will also have kind of a long list of other shops that might not be bookish, but that we love. And we, we, we think it's so important to support independent businesses. And so we really want to try to honor the businesses that we love and that our listeners love. So we have asked for listener recommendations. And so everything will be on the long list that we release when our episode releases. So be on the lookout for that. Jen, do you want to start us off with some recommendations? Sure. First, I want to say we should give credit where credit is due. Sarah kindly said we did a lot of research and I just want to say Sarah did a lot of research (laughs) and a lot of work putting this together. So just know that Ashley and I may be using our voices here, but Sarah did the background work. So full credit to you. Okay. Well, so the first thing I want to say, yeah, you don't get to be humble. I'm sorry. No, she did a lot of work. Okay. So the first one I want to shout out is bookshop.org in general. And this is, it, it's relatively new. So this is an online bookstore and when you purchase a book from this bookstore, part of that money goes to local independent bookstores. So it's not, it's a little bit different from Libra FM, which I think Ashley's talking about in a little bit in that it's, you don't choose one single bookstore, but it sort of spreads the profits to all of the bookstores that buy into bookshop.org. So it is on its own, a great platform that you can support, but it also has these great little pop-up shops. And so one that we definitely want to shout out is Free as a Bird Books. So this one is run by at Janelle Nicole Reeves. And she, in this pop-up shop on bookshop.org, is curating books to amplify authors of color. So she is located in Charleston, South Carolina, and I am right now scanning through her pop-up bookshop. And she has some great books on here that I have read, some that are on my list. She has everything from fiction to children's books. She has middle grade and young adult. She has nonfiction. So there's a book club that she has that is hosted by the Charleston Activist Network. So she has a great array of choices for all of the readers in your life. And so I think that is quite the worthy pop-up shop. I also think it's great that bookshop.org is providing this platform for people who have causes that they want to pursue. So it's really great that she has this particular curated shop. 
All right. So that, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I will say too, Janelle is a, an excellent follow on Instagram. So we will put her Instagram information and link and also a link with the Instagram information for free as a bird books. Both of those Instagram accounts are great follows. So the next one I want to recommend was actually shared by our listener, Jody, who is, I will say my friend since childhood. And Jody recommended a fine quotation, which is an Etsy shop. And it is absolutely beautiful. So these are favorite characters and quotes and watercolor portraits. This one has some Lord of the Rings. It has Sherlock Holmes. It has Gone with the Wind and Anne of Green Gables and Pride and Prejudice. So all of these classic characters, the sound of music, and they are just stunning. It has Christmas ornaments, bookmarks, mugs. So I just want to scroll through the page all day. They are absolutely beautiful. And it makes me a little giddy because it has all of these great characters on it. So that is a fine quotation on Etsy. Thank you to Jody for that recommendation. Ashley, what are some of your recommendations? So one that we wanted to highlight is Libro FM. We talk about them often and really love them as a service. One of the things that all three of us participate in is their ALC program, which they make available to people. And it is a way to listen to books in advance and be able to promote them. And we are have all been very pleased with the types of books and just the, the array of choices that they offer every month. And also with the way that their service works. I mean, they have a really streamlined app that is very enjoyable as far as the audiobook Mm -hmm. experience goes. And so all of us appreciate that part. But another really neat thing about, so they, they do subscription services, but also you can purchase audiobooks through them. And so they are a great gift option for people because the platform itself is really nice to use. But also, like bookshop.org, they work hard to support local bookstores. With Libro FM, you can choose a local bookstore to put part of that money toward. And they just work very hard to make sure that we're supporting independent bookstores and to help book lovers do that in a meaningful way. So even though they are a large company, we really appreciate the ways that they use their presence to make a positive impact in the bookish world. So that's one I wanted to share is Libro FM. And I, w- I wanted to say too, they, if you subscribe, they offer an incentive if you are switching from Audible to them. So they, <laughs> so they offer like, uh, if you go on their website and look at the subscription service, they give you a code if you're switching from Audible to them. So awesome. it encourages supporting independent businesses. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I just really appreciate that if you go to their site, you will see that they're a very, they're very mindful in their presence and mm-hmm. very conscientious mm-hmm. about speaking to the choices that they make and why they make them. And so I have just really been so impressed with their business. And like I said, I'm also really impressed with the selections that they make for the ALC program that is readily available to the book community. So um, just all of that is really amazing. And I think what you said too, Ashley, about the app is I've had a lot of different subscriptions for different audiobook platforms, and I find Libro FM to be the best 
it's the easiest to organize. And I think that it is, it's simple and it always works. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I started to get into the logistics of, I really like that you can make the folders so that you can file your has, you know, the things that you have listened to. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to download it. And then I was like, we don't need all the technical <laughs> details, but yes, I mean, it is for reasons I will spare the listeners <laughs> the, the details of, it is just really streamlined. And so again, as a gift, I just think it's a great thing to choose for people because we all have tried it out and can speak to the fact that it is really going to be well received for the gift recipient. Or for yourself, if that is the pathway you choose. <laughs> a gift for you. And then these days, we all need to treat ourselves. That's right. Or if you're looking for something for your wish list. <laughs> can we all channel Parks and Rec right now, please? <laughs> so another one I wanted to share is one that I would not have seen without my dear friend, Sarah. But this one is really awesome. It's Emily McDowell and Friends. And Sarah shared it on a bookish fave before, but we wanted to highlight it on here as well because for people in your life who, like me, appreciate colorful (laughs) language, there's a lot of that in this store. And of course, there's some that is not that way if that is not your thing. But I really appreciate people who say things how it, how how they are, and this store does that. And they they have these really great. Something I'm interested in is they have a bundle of empathy cards, and those cards say things as they are, which often is to me far more comforting than what you might get at a more traditional card selection <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so yeah, I love this store because it has really great cards that I think are will be well received by people that you want to send something that's a little bit more personalized than a, a more generic card, but they also have some really great totes and some other items that you can choose as well. And yeah, so it's fun. I will say I have a tote from there that says book bag and then there's an asterisk besides book and beside book and then at the bottom it says wine (laughs) (laughs) it's just funny it's just like clever stuff like it (laughs) i love that that's great another one i wanted to share is one of our local stores here in harrisonburg this one is the lady jane so it is a really great store we have right in downtown and they do have bookish choices and you can order online. So we will link that up, but we love the, I love our downtown. I talk about it a lot. I live right in downtown. And even in these days where we're not getting out because of social distancing very often, we still are looking for ways to support our local stores, but we have a really vibrant and small, but well-supported downtown with a lot of independent businesses. And one of them is the Lady Jane and they just have super cute gifts. So again, we'll link that up. It's owned by a woman and it also supports local makers and they have really great selections of personal cards and things like that. And then they also have, they sell the Jane Mount mugs. So if you want to support a local business, but really love those mugs that have, they have some of the ideal bookshelf mugs that are the most pop, you know, commonly chosen ones. They have those in their store and they have some really cute tote bags as well as some other bookmarks and cards and things like that. So there's a lot of great choices there and they are an amazing local business here in our town. That's awesome. I love the Lady Jane. A cute little store to browse into. Yeah. So as Jen said before, 
Sarah <laughs> is our master gift giver, number one, which we benefit from as her friends. Mm -hmm. And she also is the one who did the research to prepare for this. And this is something that she's really gifted with and that she does so well and then shares with us and then we get to enjoy finding the things and just stuff we wouldn't have necessarily discovered on our own, but that's really fun to to see and also to support. So Sarah is going to round us off here with her recommendations. Can I also just I'm point blushing. out the beauty of the pun that Sarah is gifted? Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I want you to know that I managed to make it through without saying, hey, did you notice? But thank you for noticing. <laughs> I did notice. We're so punny. Okay. So I am going to talk about first a company called Been There, Done That. And it is not it is not like exclusively a bookish company, but they offer like travel logs and novel logs. And these are kind of all the rage right now. I've been seeing them pop up on Instagram. Basically what it is, it's a big poster and you, you select what you want. So in this case, we're going to be highlighting the novel logs, but you, it's a big poster filled with, for example, 100 epic reads. And they have kind of a gold or silver scratch off over the book cover. And then as you read each book, you scratch it off. And then at the end, you have a nice poster of all these books you've read. And I just think that's a really cool novel idea. And this company, Been There, Done That, it has a novel log with the 100 Epic Reads, but then they also have a YA novel log and a kids and preteen no novel log. So it had there are some other options. And then if you don't want, if you're not, if you're listening, which I don't know that you'd be listening and you are not bookish, but it, but they also have travel logs, which I, when I saw this, I thought of Ashley because she is well-traveled and I know she likes, she's really looking forward to being able to travel again. So I think that there might be some other things that you would be interested in too. If you, even if you go to see the novel logs, you might want to look around for other things. So I think that's a really cool gift, especially I think too, like uh, I have a, a family member in her early mid twenties. And I think that that might be something nice for her. Yeah. I had never seen this before. Sarah was educating us about what they are and it's just really <laughs> cool. I like the interactive yeah. component. Yeah. And it's, I think for people, especially like if you like to check off a list or like mm -hmm. fill in a, fill in a box or something like that, it's, it's something satisfying about having done that, that makes you know, it's, it's like a, it's a measure of accomplishment. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's kind of cool. The second place that I wanted to highlight is Emily Cromwell designs. And this is an Etsy shop and she, she has a lot of bookish stuff. And I have noticed some of the subscription box services use her for custom items and their subscription boxes. So you might've seen some of her stuff there, but she just has this really whimsical, happy aesthetic that I think is really neat. Her newest thing this year is that she has a 12 days of Bookmas Advent calendar, which you can purchase from her shop and then have a little bookish gift for 12 days. I'm really, and if you haven't noticed giving ourselves gifts this year. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I need this for me. But anyway, you, so she has the advent calendar, but then also because we've been talking about our dogs recently and, you know, I have a brand new dog puppy. She does custom pet magnets and bookmarks. So mm. I know there are a lot of dog lovers out there on in the bookish community because I see them pop up on Instagram all the time. So it's just a really good wide range of gifts, but for, especially for the book lover, there's lots to take a look at. Our, my last one is, is actually going to be two different merchandise shops that are online. One is Bookshelf Tees. She 
does cute bookish t-shirts and sweatshirts. She does small batch. So a lot of her stuff she'll put out and you do, a, she does a pre-order and then, then she does the orders that she gets. So sometimes it can be frustrating because you'll see a really cute shirt mm -hmm. on someone and then you can't get it. But, but she does cycle things back around, but I have a t-shirt. Well, actually I have several shirts from her shop, but my favorite one is the shirt that says a, a well-read woman is a dangerous creature. I love that shirt. Every time I wear it, people comment on it and I just really like it. So she just has some really cute stuff and I love this, the quality of the t-shirts. Everything is really soft and I have put a sweatshirt from her shop on my Christmas list. So I'm hoping to get that. And it's just a really great shop and it's woman owned, which I really like to support too. And then the other one is Inkwell Threads. Inkwell Threads is a much larger shop. They have tees, totes, all kinds of bookish items. And one thing that is unique, I was telling Ashley and Jen before we started recording, they have a subscription service that is $25 a month. And every month you get a different t-shirt. So if you are a t-shirt person, this, that might be the thing for you, but I had just never seen anything like that. And I thought that was really unique and an interesting option for people who really like t-shirts. So that is Inkwell Threads. So both of those, I think, are great. They have a wide range of things that you can get for your book lovers in your life. I have to say I'm a little distracted because I am scrolling through Emily Cromwell's designs. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really... Little, doing a little shopping over here, friend. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I forgot to click on that one. I want to see. <laughs> and now I'm on like it page is really four. Cute. It's fine. The aesthetic is really it's cute. It's really cute. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think we've given some great options on on gifts that, that you can buy to support independent businesses, but also really thrill the book lovers in your life. And again, we will have a long list when we release the episode of all different kinds of places, not just bookish, that we like to support with our business and that our listeners have suggested as great businesses to support as well. Before we end today, we are going to end the way we end every episode and we are going to get do our give me one. And today's give me one is give me one item on your holiday wish list. Ashley, do you want to start us off? Sure. So I have dabbled a little bit in lettering and really love it. I just recently have had to, I have a lot of trouble. I am an Enneagram type one. I have a lot of trouble just doing something because it's fun. Like just, <laughs> I, I always, which seems ridiculous because I like anybody else am very good at wasting time. I definitely am able to waste time, but to choose to do an activity that feels to me like I've chosen to waste time. I have a little trouble with. And recently I've just had to realize that like I find it very soothing. The last little while I've had a notebook next to me when I'm working on my computer and I've been doing more doodling and it is soothing to me to do that when I'm on video calls and things like that just to be had to have something in my hand and be writing letters is really satisfying. And so all that to say that I am interested in doing more with that. And there are so many really cool things out there for bullet journals. So I think I'm interested in 
exploring some of that and asking for some of that. I have in the past, I have asked for, I got a lettering book that I really loved from my wish list. And I also have gotten some nice brush pens that I really love and use. And so I felt like I didn't have anything new, but those have been the things I enjoyed the most from the last few years of gifts. And then as I, you know, just recently, as I've been doing more kind of doodling in my notebooks, I am ready, I think, to try some of the bullet journal stuff. So I put that on my wish list and I think I'm going to need to narrow it down. But Etsy has so many great things out there that help you have the tools that you need, you know, the stencils or templates, or there are several different kind of pathways you can go, but things that you can just take and use to design your own planner or something like that, which I think might work really well for me. So I'm going to put that on my list. That's great. It's a great idea. Jen, how about you? What's something on your holiday wish list? So I am really craving a good subscription box for books. And I have been shopping around. There are a couple I've, I am considering. One that is at the top of my list right now is Book Riot's TBR, Tailored Book Recommendations. And I like this one because it has two levels. So you answer all of these questions. And then for one level, they just send you a letter with the books that they recommend and an explanation of why. Or you can do a higher level and they'll actually ship the books to your house. And so I do love a box arriving on my doorstep with no idea what's inside. But practically, one of my problems is that... (laughs) As you all know, I am an audiobook buyer of many, many authors. And so currently my unread bookshelves are overflowing. And I have some guilt about that. So the idea of opting into books arriving on my doorstep every month, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So I love that idea of the letter that I get the surprise, but I can make some responsible choices about whether (laughs) I'm actually buying the books or I can use my library or yeah. So that is currently at the top of my list. I'm not saying it won't change by the time Christmas rolls around, but right now book riots, TBR subscription box. Well, subscription is what I'm looking at. That sounds really cool. I haven't heard of that. That's a really neat idea. And that's more that that is desirable to me because for sure Mm -hmm. I did a subscription service for a very short time and that is not my thing because it is overwhelming to me. And so I like that idea of you're still getting some of the fun, but not the Mm -hmm. pile up that to me then, I mean, I still have some I haven't read from the short time that I did it. And so, and I'm like, I got to get to those, you know, so So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a weird pressure and stress there and I have it too. And it's, yeah, that is the way I'm leaning, even though I'm not sure it's going to be quite as fun, but I think I will have less guilt and pressure and stress afterward, which is definitely desirable. (laughs) So Sarah, what are you really yearning for? So I love Libro FM's uh, the ALC program like that we talk about all the time. And I really I've tried lots of different subscription services before for audiobooks because I do listen to audiobooks and I like that audiobooks live on my phone and I don't have to find a place to put them. So one of the top things in my for my Christmas wish list is a subscription to Libro FM. Because for like, I mean, I get the ALCs, but I want to be, I want a subscription where if I want to get a backlist book or a book that, you know, I just want to read that I, that I have that option. And especially when, like when people say, oh, I read this and it was so good on audio. Sometimes 
I, I ended all my other subscription services just because I have so much, so many ALCs to read and so many regular books to read. But I just, I miss having that that freedom to like just download a book that I want right then. And I really want to be able to support local bookstores. I feel like Libro FM is an excellent company. I think that they, they've been great to work with, with the ALC program. So I just... I would like to have that subscription. So I put that at the top of my list. I may add that to my list too. That's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah, that does sound great. And I agree that I love the ALC choices, but it is nice to be able to choose one to listen to as well. Yeah. And also sometimes for the podcast, I'm like, I need this on audio so I can get through it. I need to get through a book, you know, so and sometimes it needs to be a specific book. So I think Mm -hmm. that would be a great choice and also not take up any space in my home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, I really enjoyed this episode. (laughs) We hope that you do too. And uh, let us know if you use our recommendations or if you have any recommendations for places we should check out. We also wanted to let you know that a huge supporter of our podcast and a company that we partnered with several times, the Mountain Thread Company. We are going to partner with her. It is a an awesome business owned by a wonderful woman. And we and she does great handmade baskets, rope baskets. They're gorgeous. We've given them away in the past. And we will be partnering with Kat, the proprietor of this shop, to do another giveaway. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Well, thank you for listening. And we hope that you have enjoyed this curation of gifts as much as we enjoyed putting them together. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Underbridge Pod or on the web at underbridgepod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.